Welcome to Ayurveda 101 with Mappy, easy Ayurveda for today's complex world. We're here to help you navigate the ancient science of Ayurveda, India's natural wellness system, so you can feel your healthiest, happiest, and most empowered every single day. We're hosted by Maharishi Ayurveda, America's first and oldest Ayurveda company. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice, so always check with your doctor before starting a new regimen. Let's get started. Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to episode number four of Ayurveda 101 with Mappy. I'm your host today, Sean Diddy. Uh, I'm a Maharishi International University, that's MIU, PhD researcher. I'm a wellness and lifestyle expert, and um, I'm an empty nesting mama and big Mappy fan. So I'm glad to be here with you. And last episode, we talked about dust and pets and airborne sensitivities with... Ayurvedic clinician, lecturer, and health coach, also a mama and PhD researcher at MIU, Shankari Wegman. Um, we're going to continue on in this allergen series, and today we're bringing Shankari back um, to, to kind of go into maybe long-term thinking. So Shankari, welcome back. It really has been such a joy to have these conversations with you, Sean. Thanks so much for having me back. Okay, if you listen to any of our last three episodes with Shankari, you've heard lots of natural um, Ayurvedic strategies for dealing with allergen issues in the short term. But today, we're going to talk about long-term strategies. So, Shankari, is there anything we might do to build our resistance over the long haul so allergen issues might be less likely to arise in the first place? So, so important. And this is really the strategy is, you know, not just to put out little fires, but how do we just build up our immune system so that we can prevent any allergen-related flare-ups over the long term. So how do we strengthen our digestion? How do we strengthen our immunity? That's that's really so important. So some little tips over the long term is just in shifting some lifestyle habits and some tips that Ayurveda has is, you know, when we're talking about diet and digestion, first just starting with diet, just making sure that the foods that we're putting into our physiology for it to get digested are local, organic, non-GMO, meaning non-genetically modified. And so that's really important because we are avoiding taking in anything that has pesticides that's sprayed. Um, there's also a list, you know, that you can Google. They, they release it every year where they have the Dirty Dozen, which is the top, uh, you know, foods that are sprayed and have pesticide residue. And for 2021, Things like strawberries, uh, cherries, spinach, peaches, kale, nectarines, apples and pears, celery. These are among uh, the top 12 uh, produce items that are heavily sprayed and have pesticide residues, including chemicals that have been linked to cancer and reproductive damage. So we just want to start with diet that is not going to create any long-term problems for us. So just focusing on organic foods, et cetera, like that. The second part is that process of digestion. So the external process is just cooking. So when we're cooking, we want to just, you know, focus on homemade foods. And we talked a little bit in the last episode about having some kitchen tools to help that with time management, um, you know, like rice cookers, et cetera, like that. But 
even when we're cooking, just putting our attention on our food as we're preparing it, washing it, prepping it, doing it with love so that our love is going into that food is really important. So that's just that processing of the food. And then there's that internal digestive fire that's also helping to process that food. So it's also important to remember to eat regular mealtimes, you know, just not skipping meals because that creates a little bit of erraticness for our digestive fire. So regular mealtimes are important. And there's specific meals for vata, pitta, and kapha that you can find on the Mapi website. And what's really great is that they also have recipes according to the different seasons. So that really makes it super easy. Um, some other things that are going to help the processing is uh, when we're eating the quantity of foods that we're eating. So Ayurveda recommends having lighter foods at breakfast and at dinner time because that's when kapha is more predominant. Again, that's that earth value, that heavier principle. And to have lunch as the main meal of the day where we can, you know, digest a little bit more of the heavier food items. So having lunch as the main meal makes a huge, huge difference in our digestive strength. And the last point is also making sure that when we're eating, how we are connected to ourself. That's also a really important part of processing, because if we are distracted while we're eating, we can easily overeat or we're not really connected with the foods that we're eating. So just to make sure that we're eating in a really quiet environment, a settled environment, not while we're driving or, you know, watching something, because we can get a little bit disconnected from our foods. So just putting our attention on that and really connecting with how you're feeling, you know, if we're feeling upset or angry or sad, you know, the, the that's also something that could be, you know, digested. So really being aware of our state of mind, our environment, all of that can also make an impact with digestion. And some other little things, you know, just starting off the day uh, with Foods that are going to give you energy is really important. A very simple uh, breakfast from Ayurveda is just, you know, having a cooked cooked apple, cooked pears, uh, you know, with some spices such as cardamom or maybe one or two cloves. That's just a great way to have a meal that's, you know, very easily digested as well as giving some nice nutrients to the physiology. Um, something you could also do if you're not feeling that hungry is just taking a thinly sliced piece of ginger and splashing it with a little bit of lemon juice and a little dash of salt. That's a great way. Oh my gosh, even when I'm talking about lemons, I'm like salivating, but it's just a great way to get all the digestive juices and enzymes flowing that's going to help us with digestion. And we also talked a little bit about hydration, you know, just staying hydrated, but nothing too cold, um, you know, just favoring room temperature water uh, or a little bit of warm water. All of that is going to make a huge difference in our digestive strength. Great tips. And yet the lemon got me too. Um, <laughs> you know, it seems like so much of good digestion comes from establishing a healthy routine around mealtimes and meal planning. And um, I, I love that you live a normal life just like the rest of us. So for those of us who aren't perfect about meal planning, um, can you give us some tips? 
Yes, uh, I have come to love meal planning. And you brought up two things. You brought up meal times and meal planning. And meal times, it's just really important to have regular meal times because that just helps regulate our digestive fire. So like I was talking about earlier, just, you know, regular breakfast, lunch and dinner with lunch being the heaviest meal of the day, just that is going to help regulate the digestive fire. And then with meal planning, I can't tell you how much this has been a game changer uh, for me and our household. Um, You know, just having two kids with different palates and different preferences and uh, desires for food, just getting everyone's okay just to have a meal can be um, exhausting. So meal planning for me has made all the difference. And what I do, you know, I sit with the kids on Saturday, uh, you know, if I can. Saturday usually, and we kind of plan out, map out the week's meal, um, what everyone would like to have, and you know what the ingredients we need are, and they both pick one item that they really want. You know, I really want you know to to have this for whichever meal. So then we you know map it out, and everyone has a, everyone says yes. <laughs> to it and uh, and then we'll go shopping together. Um, I love going to the farmer's market and getting things that are local and fresh and then we put our recipes and what this really helps is that just planning ahead there's that adage well begun is half done you know just planning ahead is going to help make meal times uh, way easier especially when Ayurveda says favoring fresh home-cooked meals that can really take a lot of time especially when everyone's working or in school um, so this is really going to help with that and it also will help with any kind of produce that's in the fridge that ends up you know going to waste it's it's one of the saddest things for me that you know that spinach that gets wilted super quick or easy and then you have to you know compost it or whatnot it's just uh, it's going to help with that also and it also can help you get a huge variety of different foods different meals uh, different vegetables you know in in during the day during the week um, and it can also reduce anxiety over okay what what's everyone going to eat you know those kinds of things um, so meal planning for me has made all the difference um, because I know exactly the night before, okay, this is what we're going to do for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's a buy-in from everyone. I can already prep things in advance. And then, you know, when the day starts, uh, I just do some simple things. And then it's just really easy with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And everybody um, is excited about what they're going to eat. So I love it. Oh, great tips. And again, start wherever you are and and wherever your family is. Just the best thing about Ayurveda is it's small steps and it's all take it easy, take it as it comes. And Shankar, you've been so good with me about saying just do what you can, baby steps. So um, one note here, you can go to mappy.com slash blog and go to the Ayurvedic meal planning section and you can find some ideas there. You can find recipes there. And the blog also has some really good just stories and ideas. So mappy.com slash blog. And Shankari, a question for you on this. When you're strengthening digestion, you're possibly strengthening immunity, right? 
Yes, absolutely. There is a hand-in-hand relationship between digestion and immunity from the Ayurvedic perspective. Um, When digestion is strong, then the end product of digestion from Ayurveda is known as ojas, and ojas is that which is helping support immunity. And if digestion is weak, then the opposite of ojas uh, is there in the physiology, which is known as ama, and that's something that can create some sluggishness or heaviness, and that can also create immunity that's a little bit weakened. So absolutely, there is a very strong connection between digestion and immunity from Ayurveda. And Ayurveda has so many valuable tips uh, in the daily routine, simple things that you can do every day uh, that can really help strengthen the immunity and keep it strong. So so some simple things are, you know, um, when, you, when you wake up and you're going to go brush your teeth, a very simple thing is just sticking out your tongue. And if you stick out your tongue, you might notice, you know, like the health of the tongue. If there's a white coating, uh, Ayurveda says that there's a little bit of ama or that coating on the tongue. So some simple things you can do, there's a tongue scraper uh, that you can use to scrape that off. And that in and of itself can also enliven digestion. Um, So, you know, just scraping that off. And for me, I love doing that because it's on an everyday, I can just see how how I'm doing, you know, how am I digesting the foods that I'm eating? Um, So it's a great way, you know, just to kind of be self-referral and see things that you can then do during the day to strengthen digestion. Um, Another thing that Ayurveda recommends is Abhyanga, which is oil massage. And this is just a uh, self-massage with warm oil. And there's different kinds of oils that individuals can use according to their body types and what's going on in their physiology. And just doing this helps to boost immunity and it also helps nourish the mind. It's very good for the heart. Um, The skin is the largest organ of the physiology and it's also one of the biggest barriers to any kind of germs or any kind of, you know, microbes. So just taking care of the skin in this way is also very purifying for the physiology. So it has a long-term benefit benefit in this way of, you know, really strengthening the physiology. And we talked about nasya in the previous episode. That's that oil massage to the nose. You know, adding nasya to the routine is also going to help strengthen that body's natural first response to any kind of outside invaders. So in this way, doing these little things, uh, such as going to bed a little bit earlier, you know, waking up, having a morning walk, you know, scraping the tongue, um, you know, doing the Bianca, the oil massage, all these different things are ways of just absolute self-care and nourishment, all ways that we're strengthening the immunity on a daily basis in just a small, small little way like that. Oh, thanks for all this. And it's really a lot about self-care. And I know you mentioned a few things that you can find on the MAPI website, and that is uh, MAPI.com. So just M-A-P-I.com. If you haven't been there and, and looked around yet, it's it really so much great information. And I was even looking around and saw a digestion and immunity trio. And Shankari, as we look at, um, we've, we've done our meal planning and we were talking about what we're eating for meals, but are there some things on the MAPI website that we might want to add into our daily routine? 
Yeah, beautiful. And I, I love this digestion and immunity trio. And this trio is made up of three separate products. One is called Amrit Kalash Paste. The second is uh, Amrit Kalash Ambrosia, which are tablets. And the third is Trifla Rose. And also, I just want to say, you know, even before talking about it, it's always good to consult your primary care physician and just make sure that these ingredients and products are right for you. Um, these products are perhaps my favorite and ones that I use on a daily basis um, and along with everyone in our household. And these are just little things like taking this every day can help boost the immunity. And I'd love just to talk about some of the ingredients because to me, this is kind of amazing. Uh, this Amrit Kalash paste is a sweet paste. It's a full-spectrum antioxidant paste, and you can enjoy it by the spoonful. And I have to be careful with the size of my spoon <laughs> with this, but it is delicious and it can help boost immunity. Um, what I love about this paste is its backstory. Uh, it's kind of amazing. It is a thousand times uh, you know, powerful than vitamin C. It has amla berry in it, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but it has 250 meticulous steps uh, in order to prepare this paste, which to me, Sean, is incredible. There's 22 pounds of precious raw ingredients that are required to produce a single jar. Um, that just makes that jar so precious to me. And there's 38 rare herbs that are slow cooked at low temperatures to you know, to really protect the, the nutrients that are within them. And it's just an amazing process in how this paste is produced. Um, but amrith, that word itself, it means immortality. So it's, you know, really about long-term benefits for immunity, and it's also delicious. And the ambrosia tablets, it's the same amrit kalash ambrosia tablets, they're also a rasayana, which means uh, it's it's that which is rejuvenating the physiology in Ayurveda. So this is an incredible synergistic blend um, that has so many ingredients within it to really eliminate any free radical damage to the physiology. So that's the second product. And the third product is known as Trifla Rose. Um, Trifla, that word itself, means three fruits. These are three fruits um, that make up this product and also cabbage rose has been added to this product. So the three fruits are amalaki, haritaki, and bibitaki. And uh, each one of them has wonderful effects. Uh, haritaki is very nourishing for the skin and for the eyes as well as um, being really lovely for the digestive system. It also is wonderful for absorbing, you know, helping absorb the nutrients in the foods. It supports the health of the spleen, the liver. Um, it also uh, promotes youthfulness, which uh, is wonderful. And then you have amala uh, or amala berry, amalaki, the second ingredient. Um, and amla berry is in and of itself just a powerful rasayana or rejuvenative herb. And it has so many benefits to the physiology, such as supporting the liver response. Um, it's helping nourish the brain. It's helping um, any kind of mental functioning. It's helping the senses. Uh, it's helping the complexion of our skin. I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible herb in and of itself. And then the last fruit is bibitaki. And uh, bibitaki 
is very cleansing. It's uh, cleansing the blood, muscle, and fat tissues, according to Ayurveda. And it's also uh, nourishing the eyes and the hair. So you can see just already, I mean, it's just the whole physiology, including the mind um, and emotions that Trifla is helping with. So the combination of all of these different products is a very synergistic blend. And with cabbage rose, that ingredient is a signature formula of moppy that has been added for more of that cooling effect. So it's helping digestion. It's having a, a beautiful kind of side benefit also of, you know, supporting the whole mind-body physiology. And it's also eliminating kind of any impurities. It's just like helping facilitate um, all of the physiological functioning. So I love Trifla, and this combination of this trio together is really a beautiful way for long-term immunity um, that, that we can get very easily in one package. So the whole time you were talking about rejuvenation, I was thinking, and um, no people listening to us, it is not public, but I did see a TikTok-type video of Shankari and her husband dancing to goof around with their teenage kids. And all I could think of is you have this energy and this vitality and this youthfulness. And if you're you know, talking about the digestion and, and immunity trio, I'm like, okay, adding it, adding it right now to my lifestyle. Um, <laughs> because it's you're just, so sweet. <laughs> but but you do have this glow about you, and I've noticed that with a lot of people who have taken on this Ayurvedic wellness lifestyle is, um, regardless of age, um, there is a, a youthful quality. And one thing I want to just ask you about is this isn't like technology that was just found last week. Uh, this comes from really years of of information, correct? What's the background of this? Yeah, this is thousands and thousands of years old. Um, over 5,000, 5,000 is just recorded written history, you know, over 7,000 years old. Um, this knowledge is, you know, having its origin. And even with Amrit Kalash, that paste that we were talking about, this paste, the knowledge of this paste is recorded in these ancient Vedic texts, um, you know, thousands of years ago. And according to Vedic lore, uh, humanity, you know, at this one point was steeped in suffering in, in these ancient times. And one day the devas, which we can say are the positive forces of nature, and the asuras, which are the negative forces of nature, they were resolving to find a solution. And there's a story where the asuras and the devas were churning this mighty ocean. And one of the products that came out of the churning of the ocean is amrit kalash, or this nectar of immortality that appeared to restore health and happiness to humanity. And Many millennia later, in the in the late 80s, uh, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, he gathered preeminent Ayurvedic scholars and physicians in India to create this powerful rasayana, this rejuvenative formula for the body, for the spirit. And this was Amrit Kalash, that paste that we were just talking about. So it's a full-spectrum antioxidant rejuvenative formula from ancient times, you know, from that from that knowledge of these ancient texts um, that we can access today. So it's, it's kind of incredible to me, you know, just to, just to see that origin story. It really is. And you can read the ingredients. You can learn all about it at mappy.com. And again, uh, always check with your physician in regard to what works and what's right for you. Now, 
I'm going to slow us down for just a minute here because I started learning about Ayurveda about three years ago. Um, And I know, Shankari, this has been your lifestyle your whole life. But for folks who are new to Ayurveda, we understand, you know, this might sound like kind of a lot. (laughs) In fact, I remember coming to you, Shankari, in the very beginning, and I asked you for advice, and you literally gave me some of the best advice I've ever gotten. You told me to just start small, um, even if it's just by incorporating one thing, and and my one thing was um, sipping warm water throughout the day, and then I actually moved into an Ayurvedic tea. But you said start with one thing, and I'm really learning that um, Ayurveda isn't about being rigid. It's actually about being kind to yourself, and I'll tell you, you know, that's a lot different than things I've heard in my 30-some years of you know, being in the wellness and fitness industry. So could you please share some strategies for getting started and staying on track uh, with an Ayurvedic lifestyle? Absolutely. Yeah. First and foremost, you know, it's exactly what you said. Just be easy on yourself, you know, just, just one little thing, because that one little thing affects everything else. So even just doing that one little thing, it's really not little, you know, it's quite big. So every little bit is helping and positive changes tend to bring positive results and then you feel better and then you start doing more and more of those things that help you feel better. Um, And I just wanted just to also add, you know, I I wanted to go to medical school and I was doing the pre-med program and I went very far away from the Ayurvedic routine of going to bed early or, or really, you know, cooking fresh meals. Oh, my gosh. You know, n- nothing of that at all. Um, and I, I think I came to Ayurveda, even though I had grown up with it, um, I kind of had gone away, you know, from it in in high school and college and just the stress of it all. Um, and I just remember just, you know, I just at one point, I just didn't feel good. And um, just coming here to, you know, to the university at MIU, it was it was life changing. Um, and I, Sean, I did exactly the same thing you did. The first thing I started, because I'm like, oh, this seems like a lot. The first thing that I did was I cut out uh, cold drinks, which somehow I had gotten into. But just cutting out cold drinks, I noticed a huge difference in my digestion, at, like night and day. Um, so it was just that one little thing. And then, uh, you know, just even going to bed early when you're trying to go into medical school and just study um, that was not my experience, you know, uh, you know, going to bed early. But, but again, just shifting slowly, 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 you know, back to a little bit earlier in the evening um, was something that I was just gradually doing. And I could really feel the difference the next day, you know, just my sleep was getting better. So just really just even doing one thing, whether it's sleep, you know, focusing on, on good exercise, you know, stress management, all of these things are impacting everything else. So it's really easy to feel overwhelmed by all the things that you have to do. But there's really nothing like that. You don't have to do any of this. But just starting one thing helps everything else. And for me, um, I've just noticed a big difference in journaling everything because I can't keep everything in my mind of, you know, for the kids and for the house and for work and uh, my PhD. It's just too much. So I have gotten into bullet journaling and that for me is so fun and relaxing and it helps me kind of figure out my week. It helps me figure out my month. Um, So journaling has been really helpful for me in kind of connecting back to myself. Um, And there's also a, a really lovely downloadable 
allergen diary that Moppy has on its website, which I was so happy to help kind of, uh, you know, create with them, because I've noticed a huge difference in just, you know, doing these journal entries and kind of being accountable to myself with all these different, you know, values um, of, of Ayurveda, but also in taking care of my family, but again, coming back to take care of myself. So, uh, there's so many different strategies from Ayurveda. There's so many different windows, you know, in which you can kind of connect back to yourself, come back home to yourself. Uh, but really the most important thing is just being easy on the self, you know, um, just any one little thing is helping everything else. Uh, and I know, Shankar, you and I talk about this a lot. And you listening at home, we're going to bring you into this conversation. We always talk about take it easy on yourself. And if you are, you know, taking care of the family or you're the person that, you know, heads up the office or whatever that is, you know, the idea of putting the oxygen mask on yourself first so that you can then help the people around you, same thing. You know, take care of yourself um, and then you're going to be in a better position uh, for those around you. So with that, Shankari, we're running out of time. Um, we have talked about so many great topics in the first episodes of our Ayurveda 101 podcast. We did a four-part series. This is the fourth one, and that was covering allergen issues in particular. But we did talk a lot about Ayurveda basics and the doshas, the daily routine, diet, herbs, yoga, breathing, meditation. We touched on a lot of stuff. Um, so as we close this episode, um, do you have anything else you want to add, Shankari? You know, just thank you so much for for inviting me. I have had such a lovely time talking with you. I feel like we could just keep talking. And there's uh, so many topics I'd love to dive into, um, you know, on, on other episodes. Maybe we could we could do this again soon. I'd love to continue our conversation. Ah, that sounds like an excellent plan. So more episodes it is. And uh, if you at home want more information or links to the products we talked about, um, just go to mappy.com. Again, that's M-A-P-I.com. And if you'd like more specific information on the allergen discussion, go to mappy.com slash allergen dash wellness dash hub. And please do join us for more episodes that we just chatted about. We're going to be developing those. Um, this is the Ayurveda 101 podcast from Mappy. The podcast is going to cover a wide range of topics that we, you know, threw out there. So it will include digestion and skin and sleep. We're going to do uh, some podcasts on men's health and women's health. So there's a really long list. Uh, please do subscribe and come back for more. See you soon. This episode of Ayurveda 101 was produced by Mappy in partnership with HeadQuest Productions and She Did It Productions. Please be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.